I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! I don't know if I'll say it quite like that. I don't know if I'm going to go up and say, Matthew Stafford, I yeah, you love will. you so much. I don't know. If, I, I mean, I, I hope to meet him. I, you know what? I, I've met a lot of the guys in the organization. I've yep. interviewed Kevin Demoff and Les Snead and Sean McVay and a bunch of the players. I've never uh, interviewed Matthew Stafford, so, so who knows? Maybe I'll get a chance to introduce myself, but... I don't think I'm going to declare my love for him. You won't even say anything. You won't even say that. You'll literally just stare right into his eyes and nothing will be – Trav, it's your turn, bro. Ask a question. Just ask a question. Yeah, I don't. You'll, you'll see it. It'll be written all over my face. It'll be that story, like uh, a, a movie beginning where we met across a crowded uh, area of the Coliseum. Our eyes met, and we knew. We just knew that this was meant to be. Is that is that our origin story? Trav, we have three minutes with this guy. Ask a freaking question. <laughs> well, I would ask about the no look pass, and I'd ask about my feelings. Those okay. are the two things I would ask about. Can There's I say a lot this? Going on. Can I say this? There are some slow motion replays oh that you God. watch in sports. Unbelievable. And it just takes you for a quick like, – just take a, a, a play that would take three seconds is now 25 or 30 seconds. I don't know how many times I've seen that Stafford throw where I'm like, what the hell is this? What is this? This doesn't make sense. You know what? He threw it to the wrong guy. He threw it to the wrong guy. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, it's like he pulled it, right? Like he's trying to hit Bryson Hopkins in that moment. He's getting ready to load it up, and it just goes to the wrong spot. It was you're, – you're right. I'm sure that a lot of people have seen it on Slow Twitter. Mo. But that breakdown of his face, no look past him to Cooper Cup, absolutely unbelievable. Um, You just heard it right there, Slee. We are going to be at the parade. Yep. I would encourage every here's, – here's the offer that I'm willing to make to everybody that's listening to us right now. If you want me to call your boss, your school, whatever yep. it is that you need for me to call and say, hey, listen, you should come on down to the Rams parade. You should be a part of the celebration. The Rams just won Super Bowl 56. Come on down and have a time because, look, even though L.A.'s won a lot of titles lately, Dodgers just won one, Lakers just won one, we didn't get the parade. We haven't had a parade here mm-hmm. in a minute or two, so let's go have a day tomorrow, Slee. Let's enjoy the parade and let's get everybody out there. Listen, uh, travel cover any gas costs that you have. Gas is up right now, so he's more than willing and more than happy. He's going to put his – take a photo of the front and the back side of your credit card, Trav. Throw it up on Twitter. Put it online, yeah. Put it up on Twitter. Yep. And then just let people – Let me just tell you – let me just say the, the number can right do. now. Let me just give you the number. Do. The number is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, All the way eight. through. Yep, yep, all the way through. We got uh, Greg Bergman with us today. Greg, of course, is uh, Emily's taking a day. Emily was obviously with she us throughout the us entire Super Bowl. I, I yeah, don't she got sick of us I'm surprised fast. she doesn't tap out once a week, quite frankly. Yeah. She's probably had enough of you. She certainly had enough of everything that went on mm-hmm. at the Super Bowl. It was, a, it was a long couple of days. So, Greg, uh, Greg, welcome. Am I going to declare my love for uh, Matthew Stafford in, in front of everybody tomorrow? Of course you are. And I really think you should actually, and if you're going to pay for their gas, you should pay for their Ubers, too. So, sure. if you can get right. Wherever no you're Ubering from, bro. Palm Be Springs, you know, Santa we'll Clarita, go, doesn't matter. Gas is enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll go by. We'll go get a bite after. You know what? We'll, we'll, we'll shoot down. We'll go find a nice little taco truck somewhere in the area. We'll go, and I'll, uh, I'll buy tacos for everybody, too. No, it's going to be – I hope All everybody does come out. 
I hope everybody does come out, Al. Um, I've never done this before. I have never been a part of a championship parade. I've seen the Dodgers win World Series. The Lakers win championships, obviously. The Kings a couple of cups. The Ducks won a cup. The Galaxy has won MLS Cup. There's been a lot of champions here in L.A., but I've never attended one of these parades. I can't wait. Okay, so I've only been to one in my life, and the one that I went to uh, drove up from SD. I went to the 2009 parade after Lakers beat the Magic. Just for fun, not for work. You just wanted to see it with your own eyes. I I wasn't even at the station yet. Right, okay. I, I think I, I think I ended up probably uh, six months later. I started working for the station, something along those lines. So I, I drive up, and it was at the Coliseum, and it was as good as it gets. The place was freaking packed. Uh, it's the Los Angeles Lakers. They hadn't won a championship in that time. It had been six years, which sounds like sixty years to the Los Angeles Lakers organization. <laughs> and it was, uh, it was actually a really cool event. It wasn't the, I wasn't a part of the parade portion. It was just go to the Coliseum. Find your seat. Kobe's going to talk. Powell's going to talk. You know, everybody's going to talk. It was more of that portion of it. But over the years, I mean, parades are everything. And I, I think I'm, tomorrow's going to be unique. Well, really, You said it best because, listen, the Lakers and the Dodgers didn't get one. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron was sending out a tweet yesterday saying, hey, I'm not busy tomorrow. I know we got a game against the Utah Jazz, but let's not worry about that. If you need me there, I'll be there. That's going to go. Mookie was jumping in. Justin Turner was jumping in. I think sure. there's other people that were jumping in. It is very unique to have a parade in this COVID world that we're in. It, it is. And look, I think that this is kind of a rule breaker, right? And here's what I mean. I'm not a this – may, <laughs> this may come as a big surprise to all of you that know me a little bit. Slee and Greg and Taylor – Travis Rogers is not much of a parade sort of guy. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the most participatory person in the world to go down and see the like local a parade. Rock. Just like <laughs> right? in your Silverado, just driving. driving I'm not going to sit there with the streamers and the sparklers as people drive by and go, "Yay! Yeah. Look, yeah. there's Billy from Boy Scouts on the back of a fire truck." I okay. I, it's not my jam. I've been to. I don't even know why I'm clapping, but I feel like that's what you're supposed to do during these parades. Right. When you go to Disneyland and here comes the brass band, which this is what it feels like. I'm like, no, no, yep. no. Now's the time to get in line for Space Mountain while everybody gawks at these guys playing music. I'm not really a parade guy. I've been to the Rose Parade once, and after about five minutes, I'm like, really? I'm like, this is. I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand what this is. So even me, anti parade man. I'm excited for tomorrow. I, I'm looking forward to seeing the trophy. I'm looking forward to seeing Aaron Donald get the crowd hyped, Andrew Whitworth, Matthew Stafford Cup, whoever's going to talk. I would imagine there's a lot of guys that are going to talk, but I'm hyped for it. Yeah, I'm going right now trying to find a list of parades in L.A. I'm going to send them to you. And I think <laughs> you and I, once a week, once a week, you we should do a broadcast on one of these parades. Even if it doesn't line up with our showtime, we should just go out there. Like a special podcast. Glendora is having a citrus parade coming up uh, in March that we're going to go through. Some of the best orange juice I've ever had. (laughs) Right out of Glendora. Make sure to get to interview the mayor of Glendora. Well, sure. sure. Can't get him. Can't get him. I've been trying for weeks. (laughs) The citizenry of Glendora is just incredibly excited to have Travis and Sliwa here today. That should be our lane, Slee, that no matter where there's a parade, we will show up. Idlewild's having a Rose Festival. 
Let's go. Let's, let's show up and go do it. Redlands is having a uh, – I don't know what does Redlands have out there. They've got uh, palm trees, let's say. Yep. It's the Palm Tree Festival. Let's go out to Redlands and celebrate some oh, palm trees. Oh, we kill trees. it. It's a, it's a market that no one, no other sports radio show has thought of, and the fact that we're doing it, it's, it's untapped. <laughs> I just thought of something. I, I just thought of a goal for our show, right? Okay. Like there are ratings goals, sales goals, all you put them to yeah, the side. Those are pretty good goals, but yeah, okay. Yeah, I got go a better one. Put those to the side, sure. I got a better one. Travis and Sliwa, Grand Marshals of a parade somewhere. Just the, the, no matter what it is, your local Boy Scout troop wants to walk around the block and you want Travis and Sliwa as the Grand Marshals, we should be willing to do I'll that. I'll take it serious. As I long as be. I am here at this station, I will make this happen. <laughs> I will find any way possible to have Travis and Sliwa as Grand Marshals at some sort of parade. Right? It doesn't so, matter what it is. No, weirder say, the better. We've been on for... <laughs> the avocado 10, festival. We've been on for 11 <laughs> minutes. And impossible we're going to top trying to book the mayor of Glendora. <laughs> impossible that, that we're going to beat that. Impossible. It's a nice city. I got a lot of friends. A lot of my old Arcadia High School um, classmates have settled in the Glendora. We, we, I think we I'm done about with the there. show. I'm done with the show. We did. We, you cannot top Sleep. That, that we're trying to book him, no, but no, we no, can't no. get him. So here, here, let's talk logistics right now. Are we on the same fire truck? Is it the Travis Sliwa truck and then the and then the Sliwa truck? Are we riding in the back of like a, a convertible from the fifties? Like somebody's got a Thunderbird. We're sitting on the back seat. Like we need to really. What's are we wearing suits? Are we going to wear some station what swag? What are we doing here? We are Uber's an official sponsor, and we're just in an Uber car. Toyota Camrys. I, yeah, I don't know what it is. We're just in an Uber car. Head out the window, waving yeah, to everybody. Sunroof down. No, hey. but the dude driving is like, keep the windows up. I mean, there's no even recognition that we're there. I, I think that we've got this all figured out. This, we, yeah. We've got our lane. We are now the uh, the show parade record experts. for any of your <laughs> we're parade experts. Bob Eubanks and Stephanie Edwards have nothing on Travis and Sliwa. That they've been doing the Rose Parade since it was invented, but Travis and Slee are here now. What do you think the vibe will be like tomorrow? You think it will be because you got to do it during a weekday. Remember last year's with uh, with Tampa? I mean, that was Tom Brady was throwing the Lombardi Trophy. Basically, across boats oh. over to Gronk. He'd had he a was, little avocado tequila. He was, he was good walking about out plastered and hammered. I think every football think fan was, was like, this out. is the Tom Brady that we've been wanting to see in all those years that he was in uh, New England. You, Are we going to get a Stafford a or a Cooper Cup? <laughs> is something happening here? Well, I, I do like the idea of somebody having the wobbly boot on, coming off the bus. That sounds like a good idea. Like you said, Brady was he needed assistance to get from the best. point A to point B. It was, it was terrific. So maybe that'll happen. Um, I remember when uh, the international team won the President's Cup, that golf tournament thing that they do every year, and Ernie Els could barely stand up when they got off the airplane. Maybe we'll get in a moment like that. Maybe we'll have something where somebody just kept the party going from Sunday night, and here they are on Wednesday morning, and they're still feeling pretty good. It's possible. Who would be the weirdest person on the Rams team, or even in the front office, whatever you want it to be, that would be that guy. That would be Tom Brady, the one that you're like, you don't normally get drunk, but look surprised? at you. Yeah, you're hammered. Okay, I don't think this one's a surprise, but can you see McVeigh just stumbling, demolished, yes. <laughs> and sitting yeah. there doing the Will Ferrell of old school, here, here. doing one of these? <laughs> you know what Sean I'm about? the Tank, yep. Sean the Tank, yeah, a absolutely. And the entire time, you're my boy, Blue. It's like Sean, what are you doing? You're on, okay. you're on national he, television. Here, here's why he's not my choice. 
I have a feeling, just having seen Sean McVay for five years, having been around him a little teeny tiny bit and seeing his interviews and interviewing him a few times and being in his presence personally best a few times. Your best friend, basically, yep. He's pretty intense. So I don't think he's doing anything kind of yeah, halfway. Yeah, but there's nothing. But think I think if this. he's oh, going, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going. I see where you're going. I think that if he's going to – if he decided, you know what, we're having a parade today, I'm going to go enjoy this parade today, that he does. You need somebody that is kind of just – Gonna take it easy. Like you know who he's you know who I've never 36. seen get animated at all. He's thirty six. He knows how to have a good time. And if I there's think- ever like think about for him, just all season long. And I know it's like this for every head coach. Blah blah blah. But think about just kind of the pressure. And oh my gosh, are we gonna really lose to Tampa? Are we gonna lose to the Niners again? Are we gonna lose to the Bengals? They just won the freaking Super Bowl. He's the youngest coach to win a Super Bowl in NFL history, how does he not go out tomorrow and just just go next level You're tomorrow? You're my boy, Blue! I mean, that, <laughs> if that's not McVay tomorrow, I'd be so disappointed. I, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And you bring up something interesting, Al, about his age, his accomplishments, mm-hmm. and where he is in his life. And we'll see what uh, what sort of mood, shall we say, he's in at the parade tomorrow. As far as like wild cards go, I don't know if I've seen Cooper Cup do anything other than uh, I'm on a great team. Very excited to be a part of a great team. I got yeah. a lot of good players around me. Got a lot of good coaches. Cup if might he... run a route inside the stadium. He might <laughs> run a route. He'd be open too. He would be wide open. <laughs> if he showed up with the arrow through his head and a bottle of tequila, I would be surprised. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think that would be an unlike, I think that would be an unlikely lane for him. Like offensive lineman, defensive lineman. If they were tearing it up, that fits. We should if do. Cooper we Cup, should do. Eh. We should do a shot of Jaeger every 10 minutes, you and I. <laughs> well, from I, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. I'd get to, well, if that case, I'd get, I'd get to, to 10.07. 10 yeah, I'd get to 10.07. I, I could do three. No, you could do three. You'd get yeah, to no. 10.30. What if you three. have Goldschlager in between? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I don't yeah. think they make that. I think they outlawed that in 1997. <laughs> I don't think that that's uh, been a thing that you could get. All right, so I want to go back to what you are talking about, Al. The What's next? Not Goldschlager, but rather Sean McVay uh, doing his Frank the Tank. What what, what do you do now? I'm 36, and uh, I've won the Super Bowl. Uh, what is coming up next? We've heard the rumors he wants to do TV. That's coming up. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Wave to the crowd, Slee. Wave to the crowd. Hey, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. Ah, good to see you. How you been? Thanks for coming out. Travis and Slee went 10 to 1. It'll be on the side of the, the van, Slee. We, we've got it all figured out. I'm, I'm ready for this. We might have to go outside of L.A. for this because um, townandtourist.com has the top 12 parades in the country. It's got us landing in Chicago. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there's another one going on in Houston that we might have to attend. The Chinese New Year Parade, of course, in San Francisco. So we'll be there for that. We're going to kind of go on a tour, I think it sounds like. 
<laughs> Why not? So here are some suggestions that we're getting so far. Uh, Sully writes, Huntington Beach has a 4th of July parade. It's huge and legit. I mean, sure, but that seems like maybe, maybe we got to do like a warm-up parade. The 4th of July parade in Huntington Beach seems like a big deal. We need, we need something probably a little bit more manageable than that. Um, Matthew writes that we should be in the back of my Chevy Silverado as we do the parade, as opposed to being on a fire truck or a Prius. We should just, you right. and I in the bed, yep. lawn chairs, cooler mm-hmm. a beer, <laughs> going down Main yep. Street. Who's going to drive? Like the way you're talking about <laughs> Greg will drive. Else driving Greg, you car? up for driving? And I can't, no, 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 no. If I'm going to be there, well, you know what? If it's for you guys, yes, I'll do it. I will be the sober driver for you guys. Do you know of you know, I don't drink. I'll be the DD. Oh, there you go. Right. Taylor. Taylor will drive. I got you Taylor guys. I get to have fun. Do you know anybody, uh, Greg, who drives and plays the Like a Rock song in his car and repeat? Because that's what Travis has been doing since he got his Silverado. He just plays the Like a Rock, and it's just on repeat. What's the level? What is the level that you're playing it at? Is it like a 35, 40? No, it's like a 6, but basically I know those lyrics better than Bob Seger does at this point. I I can knock the song he chooses for karaoke. (laughs) I can just imagine you out there just getting down to to some Like a Rock. That, that's my deal. Uh, Alex Hutchinson. This is, by the way, interesting. It says, imagine Aaron Donald swerving at the parade, drunk and fun, and he smacks you on the back after telling a joke, life made, back broken. Oh, yeah. yeah so, it's over. Yeah, it's over. Greg, you were at the event on Saturday, right, when yeah. we did the, uh, the Buffalo Wild Wings with myself and Key and everybody was out there. Key did that to me in the middle of the show, Slee. He said something that he thought was was particularly funny, and he gave me that ah kind of deal, and he hit me in the shoulder. He nearly knocked me off my chair. <laughs> so I and, and Key's a big man too, but Aaron Donald's probably on another level. He'd send you through the the side of the Coliseum. <laughs> He'd send you through the bricks if he gave you that back pat. Um, there is also the National Cherry Blossom Festival parade coming up here, not too uh, not Where's too far that? from now, April thirteenth. Where? Tokyo. No, it's in DC. It's in DC. <laughs> there's one of those. There's one of those in April in San Francisco. So you can go to San Francisco okay. for that one. Look, or the guys, butter and eggs parade. I, I, I think, I, I'm. I'm Trent, here. We got it. Craig and I got it. Don't worry. <laughs> this Don't was worry. my Just idea. Look, look where to go. I get some input into this thing. I, I get to offer some uh, ideas. I think we need to. You don't put it to you this way. You don't get drafted out of high school, and they don't have you go and face Shohei Otani in your first at-bat, okay? We need to make sure that we ramp up to this. I need a little rookie ball. I need some mm-hmm. local municipal parades before you guys start booking us in Tokyo and Chicago. I got it. I got it. In August, in La Habra. Okay. The, the Corn Festival Parade. Yes. That's a good one. Done. Perfect. A good done one. and per- done. Get the mayor of La Habra on the phone, Greg, and book this <laughs> so we can have an announcement by the end of the show. I, I, I think I that's our goal for that. today. I'm going to go do that right now. That would be pretty good. So, Slee and I will be at the Rams Championship Celebration Parade tomorrow. We're going to have the uh, the players talking. That's going to be live right here. Uh, it should be in the middle of our show right around 12, yeah. give or take yeah, or right so. But mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about it. Slee and I will be down at the Coliseum. Take the day off of work. Go and enjoy the parade. Celebrate the Rams Super Bowl Championship along the way. Okay. Um, so, Sean McVay is 36. Yep. He's been to the Super Bowl twice. He's won the Super Bowl once. He uh, he's won the division three times in five years. Mm-hmm. He's been to the playoffs four times in five years, and his bad season was nine and seven. And there was a report. He's that, good not looking. Even a he does chunky soup commercials. Yeah. If he wants to stop coaching tomorrow, he'll be in the broadcast game for thirty-five years. He's, exactly. he's in a good spot. All of those things. Mm-hmm. Let me. But he, I keep coming back to this. What What is one of the the, the kind of the I don't goofy is the wrong word, but one of those things that made us all stop and go, wait, what? 
What? Do you remember when – this was a couple years ago. When somebody asked him about a play, oh, you guys had a play, it was second and four, and he goes, oh, yeah, and he, and he ran down the entire defense, and mm-hmm. this play happened before that, and just this unbelievable recall of football plays and the sequencing of events. You remember that? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, is he going to go drive his kids to school and say, oh, yeah, I remember it was March 3rd, and I took her to school. It was second grade, and I remember there was a green light at mm-hmm. uh, Sepulveda. I made a right on Sepulveda, and then mm-hmm. it looked back and left. That, that, that skill yep. only signal. translates to that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It only translates to a handful of things, right? What what is he does he strike you as a guy that can live without football in his life? And I don't think that drawing up plays on the board on Monday night football is gonna satisfy that competitive drive that a dude like this has. He's not turning that switch off anytime soon. Well, I, I think it also has to do with look at where you're at. What is the what's the climate, what's the atmosphere? Who employs you? Are you going to have a chance to win year in and year out? Does your franchise care about winning? Do you have good players and an attractive destination and a $5 billion stadium that you just built? I think Trav, he, he can he can pretty much coach wherever he wants in the NFL. But the opportunity in L.A. is also you got a franchise that care that cares. you got an owner that's saying, okay, what do we need to do to win? By the way, there's – personal incentive for the Rams organization to be relevant, obviously, in L.A. You're not an organization that, oh, well, we're in Cincinnati and we're going to have our fans either way. We're in Green Bay. We're going to have our fans uh, either way. I think the other part of this is you're right that what else is he going to do? Okay, let's say he coaches for five more years with the Los Angeles Rams. He'd be 41 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay, like Think about how stupid that is. If he goes another five years, he's only 41 years old. If he goes 10 years, he's 46 years old. I'm with you on that, that you know, I, I'd be shocked or some of those reports or conversations. I'd be shocked, to, obviously, if he does something else. And he's so young, he, I'm sure, has a competitive spirit where he thinks, can I get another one of these? Can I get potentially a couple more of these? And be considered as somebody that, when you look back at his career, however long that is down the road, that he could be one of the – uh, the brightest minds in the history of the NFL. Well, well, think about it. I mean, the the list of guys that have won a Super Bowl is really short, right? Yep. It's a it's a really small club of Super Bowl winning coaches. But when you go to that next level of guys that have won more than one, it gets incredibly exclusive. Mm-hmm. That that idea of more than one is. I mean, you're talking Walsh's and Belichick's and Tom Landry's. I mean, just guys that had Chuck Knoll. These are the legends of the game that have won more than one of these things. Jimmy Johnson. So he could put himself into that category of guys. And to your point, if you said 25 more years, if I said to you today, you're going to do this for 20, anything for 25 more years, you're like, oh my gosh, that's a long time. I'm going to be 60-something years old, whatever it is. In 25 years, Sean McVay will be in the prime of his coaching life. <laughs> it's it's an insane thing to think about. And he just he, he strikes me as one of those guys that absolutely loves football, that needs football, and needs the juice. You know, that that that's one of the things. Like when Dick Vermeil went to the booth and John Gruden go to the booth at the point where they're they're in the prime of their coaching lives, there's no juice like that, right? I think they all got the the itch to come back and do it again. They both came back that saying, "Oh, I think they I think they should call timeout right here. I think they should run uh, a little drag across." It's not the same as being the guy that gets to make those decisions, and he he feeds off of that stuff. I would be shocked if he decided to walk away. I'm, I'm gonna go back to this. Um... There are certain organizations. Look at the last five years, the best-run organizations in the NFL, all right? The Kansas City Chiefs are there. The New England Patriots are there. The Pittsburgh Steelers are always there. The Rams are in that conversation. So I I bring that up because what makes you think the Rams won't continue to be competitive here or at least won't continue to – 
Um, I know they're all in right now and they cashed in on it. You probably can't be all in every single year, but you don't expect the Rams to be going anywhere. And some of the competition in the NFC, I mean, next year alone in the NFC, the 49ers are going to either put an incredibly young quarterback into place uh, or maybe they do something else, but it's not going to be a smooth operation the way it has been. You don't really know what the Seattle Seahawks, what they're going to look like um, by the time August rolls around. Tom Brady just retired. Aaron Rodgers could potentially leave the Packers. NFC is kind of, you know, when I say wide open, what I'm referring to there is that the Rams will be the favorites to come out of the NFC. It's time for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. Let's go to Twitter for a couple of these Straight Talks. Josh writes, Smoke and Fire will sponsor y'all if you get into the Corn Festival in the Habra. Let's go. See, we've already got sponsors lined up for this. This is, this is done. We've got the location. We've got the parade. We've got a sponsor of a restaurant. Al, what, what more do we need? You're the business mind in this. What pieces are we missing? I don't. I don't. I have zero idea because it's somebody on Twitter is the one that just made our business plan for us. So I'm obviously <laughs> not helping on the business side here. Andrew Hill writes the Ventura Street Patrick's Day Parade is a good warm up. Who doesn't okay. want to go to Ventura? Who doesn't right. want to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? I feel like we could do them all. I think we'll be your go-to grand I was just going to say, I think what's <laughs> happening now is we're opening up where we're busy for like seven weekends in a row because you're just lining up all these parades for us. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to call Amanda. Amanda, hey, I know the Laker game is later tonight. Travis and I have a parade that we got to get to. We might be cutting close on time. <laughs> just a heads up. Might be cutting close on time. All right, a couple things. Let us know if you're coming out to the parade tomorrow. 877-710-ESPN, the Rams Championship Parade. Sleet and I will be out there. Let me know if you're going. Let me know if you need an excuse and uh, we can come up with something together. Plus, Sleet, you said something pretty interesting there a second ago about San Francisco. Are they going to do something different? I wonder if a whole bunch of teams aren't going to try to do something a little different after what we saw on Sunday. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, your Grand Marshals for Hire on 710 ESPN. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Greg is doing a little, um, I think it's called politicking, Slee. He's trying yeah. to see if he can arrange any of this stuff along the way. We'll see if we can uh, have our Grand Marshal booked uh, by the end of the show. I'd like, look, I'll even give us to the end of the week. It's Tuesday. We, ha- we have a championship parade tomorrow. Everybody should come out and, and celebrate the Rams championship. Slee and I will be out there. And maybe you could wear a uh, Rams championship hat, which we are going to be giving away all day today, every hour on this show, every hour on Mason in Ireland, every awesome. hour on Sedano and Cap. Mm-hmm. When we tell you to call, you're going to want to be caller number 10 when we give you that heads up, 877-710-ESPN. So make sure that you're listening all day long for that, Slee. And they can they can be all geared up when they come out to the parade yeah. tomorrow. Twenty nine ninety nine. <laughs> what are you looking? Are you running a side hustle or, or something? I'm just What's saying, going if you on? don't get the hat, okay, if you don't get it for free on the station, Hit me up on Twitter, twenty nine nine. I'm just going to give you your Venmo too. Uh, I'm going to so actually have people hit, probably hit me on Twitter. Hey, heard heard you got a couple hats. No, I don't have a couple hats. Okay, 
Okay. I'm, look, we got sponsors lined up for our Grand Marshal Parade. This this is all good. I'm very, very excited about this. Um, you said something a minute ago that I thought was was really interesting. What what was the thing that really you you almost could never bring up the Rams all season long mm-hmm. without this phrase being brought up almost exactly in the very first sentence. Rams are all in. They're all in. They they you know they pushed all their tips to the middle of the tail. All in. All in. All in. All in. You're talking about San Francisco. San Francisco is going to move on from Jimmy G. They drafted Trey Lance a year ago. Yep. Uh, Seattle is in the midst of trying to figure out what they're going to be next. Maybe Russell Wilson's a part of it. Maybe he's not. Kyler Murray. Oh, by the way, it's how great is this? Did you see him yesterday? Oh, I'm not about this silly stuff. No, 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 no. 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 You're exactly about this silly stuff. If you unfollow someone on Instagram, you might as well go to war. <laughs> You might as well go to war. That's that's kind of the message that Kyler Murray sent to the Arizona Cardinals. I really like a guy. <laughs> way, that's the division right there. Right. Every the every team in the division has an interesting storyline right now. One team has a vacancy at quarterback. Another yep. team has an aging quarterback that probably would like to move on. And the other guy is pulling eighth-grade power moves. And then yep. when they called him on, he's like, I don't do eighth-grade power moves. You do eighth-grade power moves. I mean, it's just so silly. So the idea being this, the Rams went all in. What if the 49ers said, you know what, Trey Lance may or may not be our future. Bleep it. Mm-hmm. Give me Aaron Rodgers. Here's here's three first-round draft picks. You know what? Let's they see if we can that. talk Tom Brady into going one more sure. lap around they should the track. do that, too. Here's two first-round draft picks, Tampa. The idea of going all in just proved that it can work. Now, there's, there's a pretty narrow little slice of the pie where it can work, but in San Francisco it could work. In Tennessee it could work. Why not go all in the way that the Rams did? So that's the key. The key is you're going to have squads that are set up where they think they're a quarterback away from we have a legitimate chance of not just making the playoffs but to win the whole thing. What's going to happen is, you know, they, they say copycat league, and this is very common in sports. If somebody has success doing something, it's not going to be too long before other franchises say, well, we should try this too. What's going to be comical, in my opinion, are the teams that try to take or try to do what the Rams just did. They're going to fall flat on their face. It's not like the Rams did this and it was a smooth sailing. uh, There was no problems at all, no hiccups. Rams could have lost every week for the last three weeks. They could have Mm -hmm. easily lost one of those games. Now, give them credit because they won the whole thing. But can't you see other teams saying, we're going to try to do what the Rams do and not only fall flat on their face – Maybe don't have the ownership, don't have the general manager, don't have the coaching, don't have the structure that the Rams have. Um, not only fall flat on their face, but cost their franchise five, ten years, whatever the case is, because they gave up all those picks. But there are a couple franchises that you look at today and are set up to go all in. I, I think I, if, if, if Frisco or Tennessee decided we're going all in on one of these premier quarterbacks, they're going to be one of the favorites to come out too, whether it be the AFC or the NFC. Of course, they. I mean, San Francisco was terrifying with a guy that is the very definition of mediocre in Jimmy yep. G. Right? Mm-hmm. He's he's not a bum, but he's not scary. Like Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't have the ball with two minutes left. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, not this guy. You know, Aaron Rodgers, Come Tom on. Brady. Come on, man. I mean, and, and I let's let's back up a little bit. So let's widen this out to a little bit of a Laker thing too. I get what the Lakers tried; it didn't work. But damn, if they didn't go for it. Mm-hmm. Right, the, the the idea of going for it is so invigorating to your fan base that the Rams that 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 thing had they not scored that touchdown at the end of the game, we're having a different conversation. But what you're not saying, Rams aren't trying to win this thing. The, the, the Rams aren't trying to compete. They're just trying to make a buck. They're just trying yep. to do this. They are all in. And I get it. If you're in Jacksonville, you can't do it like this because who wants to go to Jacksonville? But mm-hmm. there are a few places where you can tell your fans, listen. 
this is what we're going to do. We're going to we're going to we're going to really put our future at risk by trying this, but we're going to try to win the damn Super Bowl today. This you know season. Funny? I love you know, it. You know it's funny you said the Lakers, you use the Lakers as an example. Lakers went all in when they got Anthony Davis, right? Like that that wasn't all in because you gave up all this young, the draft picks, the this, the pick swaps, whatever you want to call it. They were already all all in 2 years ago. The move to go get Russell Westbrook was just a, it was another factor of that, right? It was okay, whatever we have left, let's deplete it and let's go after Russell Westbrook. They've basically been all in for a couple of years. Um, and, you know what? And not to cut you off, Al, but the Rams, yeah. you're, you're you're right, and it reminded me that that's what the Rams Rams gave away all their picks to go draft Jared Goff, number one. That's right. And by the time they finally started to get some more picks, they said, ah, it didn't work. Jalen <laughs> Ramsey. Let's, here's let's some more Jalen Ramsey. Picks. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. They doubled down too. Yeah, and I, and I think that's the that's if there aren't too many teams that are set up today where they can do it. Like you said, Jacksonville. Well, Tennessee is a. It's not that that's the most. Uh, no, you know, but the free right agents the, are right going to come doorstep. all over the place, but they're right on the doorstep, right? Like they're they're a quarterback away from. They're not going to lose to the Cincinnati Bengals if they have a good quarterback. No, it, it's it's a fascinating way to think about doing it. I would I, look every team here in town. The Clippers have done it. The Dodgers have done it. The, the Lakers have done it. The Rams have done it. it the Angels kind of haven't, and, and I mean maybe the Chargers kind of haven't, but the teams. If you want to be a part of this city, if you want to really matter, if you want to do what you and I are going to do tomorrow and go to a parade, yep. you're going to have to take some big swings. The, the, the incremental organizational stuff doesn't really work all that well here. Did you see – so what are the Rams now? So favorites for next season. It's KC, Buffalo, and then the Rams? That's right. They're third, and they're, and they're all really bunched together. The, the mm-hmm. odds are actually very, very close, according to Vegas, which we'll get to coming up in just a little bit. Butsley, how about this? Caller number 10 right now. Caller number 10 right now wins a Rams Super Bowl championship hat, 877-710-ESPN. Caller number 10, because Cooper Cup is your MVP, 877-710-ESPN. And you can maybe wear it to the parade tomorrow. Caller number you 99. Are gonna, <laughs> yeah, we'll don't make Greg work for it. Yeah. We'll make don't Greg work it. for it. I am a pretty big Aaron Donald fan. Maybe we'll do we'll that. We'll do caller <laughs> number 99 every half hour. That's just a really mean thing for you to do, Slee. You know, at one point when I was on Mason and Ireland years ago, they made me do caller number 710. <laughs> I think I remember that. And I had to answer every single phone call. So I would stop at like, you know, oh my f- like 420 and be like, hey, so how's it going? Are you doing all right? Like, Why 420? Well, because, you know, 420 is a good number. Got it. But <laughs> Got it. so it would just be random things like that. All right. Hey, did you see? Coming up next, it's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. I think my favorite part of Hey Did You See so far is that the uh, song has wormed its way into Greg's head. <laughs> that he mentioned earlier today that the uh, Did You Happen to See? That that's uh, keeping that's you up at night, Greg. I like that. No, you're, no joke. I walk around this entire studio singing Hey Did You Happen <laughs> to See? That Just that one part, yeah. though. You can sing a little no, bit. I'm no, no, jealous. No, 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 I'm jealous. Right. What's up, Taylor? Did you see that a youth basketball coach in Thousand Oaks was fired after he attacked a ref during a game? Travis Lee, what's the worst show of sportsmanship you've seen at a rec league game or youth sporting event? So uh, I'll, I'll go first here. I've attended a lot of sporting events uh, with my children and you other people's them. children. I, yeah, it's, it's kind of my job. It is a 30-minute pregame show for each one of the youth games. <laughs> We, you will get guys. First of all, everybody's going to kind of chirp at an umpire every once in a while, and say, "Oh, you know," and, and blow it. But 
it usually ends kind of that. But once in a blue moon, you will get an ejection, right? You will, so where you have to say, you know, hey, Dad, you got to leave. You're ruining it for everybody. This happened a few years ago where this guy got kicked out of a Little League game. These were like eight-year-olds at the time, okay? Mm-hmm. So you're obviously high stakes, Okay, high high stake eight year old baseball where if we're out there for three hours, maybe the ball goes over home plate four times. It, he did not like the umpiring and started chirping. He gets kicked out of the game. And then where the Little League field sits, it's kind of situated where behind right field, there's a bunch of trees in this mm, hillside. I like okay? that. Yep. So, so he's kind of hiding a little bit. He's lurking in the trees, trying to sneak his way back into the game. And they had to stop the game two more times to get him out of the trees behind right field. So maybe not the worst. It, it's certainly not attacking an umpire. But first of all, you've embarrassed yourself by getting kicked out. And now you've been embarrassed too more times because you're lurking in the trees behind right field a uh, little what was that bobby valentine didn't he do uh didn't he the do Groucho a little marks mask yeah. yeah yeah you just gotta hide a little bit you gotta hide a little bit okay so when i um i used to coach youth back in uh, kennedy Rec recreation center right yeah kennedy recreation center i remember the first like an idiot this is all on me okay the first game i ever coached was like a football it's like flag football right and I remember basically yelling at the kids as if it was Super Bowl. This is we win this game, we go to the Super Bowl. Okay, and a parent afterwards came up to me and was like, uh, "Yeah, you should probably not be yelling at the kids, and probably shouldn't yell at my kid." After that, I was like, probably the nicest guy you'll ever meet at a youth basketball, youth football. But see, that's ever the way again. to handle it. That's that's the way to handle. It. I have I've only one time in my life as a parent of a youth yeah. sports participant. Mm-hmm. Have I can well? That's not true. I've done it twice. Well, <laughs> that I went to him and said, "Hey, why, why don't we do this from now on? If I don't hear good job, way to go out of your mouth. Yeah. How about you say nothing to my kid? Anything other than that, and then you're gonna listen, have to deal with me. Listen to me. Listen to me. I was 16 years old, <laughs> and I literally thought, if we win this game, this is it. I mean, the coaching career that I have in front of me. Let's just say uh, I, I uh, adjusted from there. Do you guys remember? Uh, you guys remember Matt Bush? You guys remember yeah, Matt the, Bush? The baseball player, number one pick yep. by the Pods, yeah. Number one pick by the Padres. Berg, I don't know if you remember Matt Bush, but number one pick, was out of the league for a long time, and then kind of in pitch for Texas. And this was, uh, I want to say, during one of their playoff runs or something along those lines. So when I was coaching in rec league, Matt Bush was on one of the other teams. And when I say this dude would throw the entire distance of our flag football field, and I'd put like four guys on him, and absolutely nothing could happen, it's pretty funny. So that is, uh, I, I was ready to kick myself out of that rec league. So this is a true story. My dad was, I used to play um, roller hockey when I was like 10, 11, 12, something like that. And my dad did not like the coach that I was working with. And he was like, you're not giving him enough playing time and all these other things. He got into a, he was like, he's a right-hander. He should he'd be on the, on the right side or on the left side, not the right side. And a whole bunch of stuff like was trying to work him out. And he got into a fight with the coach behind the Fallbrook Mall where he was just actually was throwing blows with the coach and got me kicked off of that team and put onto a whole nother team. So my dad was that guy. 
I, I bet you the new coach put you on the right side. <laughs> he did. He did. Put me on the right side. Scored a bunch of goals so, that year, too. From what I'm getting from that story, Greg, is that your dad got what he wanted. Yes. He, yes, he got exactly. you put on the correct side of the uh, rink, and uh, everything is, is, is history. You cannot make up two parents fighting behind the Fallbrook Mall. <laughs> Terrific. It was make true. They made, a, they made a, a cold uh, rink behind it. It was great. Fight, it was fun. fight, fight, <laughs> fight. <laughs> I, I, can, I can picture it. What's Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. <laughs> Did you see that it's National Tourism Day today? L.A. gets around 50 million tourists every year. Travis and Slee, what's the easiest way to spot a tourist in L.A., and who are the worst kinds of tourists? So, first of all, I still don't know why I haven't taken one of those tourist buses. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Star tours, yeah. I want to get on one of those. And every time, you know, a couple times I've, I've gone to Runyon, and you do that hike or whatever, and then you'll have these just – these like double decker buses just going through the hills. Why haven't I done one of those? I want to see where Katy Perry lives. I, I want to see all this. <laughs> you know, I have, I have genuine interest of seeing where all these are. Um, what's if the, the parade doesn't work of, out, if the parade doesn't work out, can you do the star tours? Yes, do it live from bad. a stars tour. That would actually so, be that'd be pretty good. The, 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 the biggest tourist I think I see L.A. Live is a great example. Just people walking around L.A. Live, they have no idea where they're going. They're uh, they're visiting establishments where I'm like, yeah, it's, the food's not that good there. It's just kind of the common basic tourist that looks lost. There, there's a couple of different ways that are very, very easy tells, right? That and I, I look, you guys know how sartorially um, splendid I am on a regular basis. My wardrobe consists of hoodies and pants, okay? Mm-hmm. But you can tell by the clothes. You can tell by some of the get-ups that you can wear. Yeah, that guy is not from Santa Monica. He came from somewhere else. He's visiting. So you, you can tell that. that. That's number one. But the bigger one is, and it kind of changes. It depends on what's going on in the world. When uh, I was living on the west side of L.A. for five or six years, I was living um, by Sunset and um, Barrington. You still on, live there so, now. <laughs> I wish. Uh, it was not far from where O.J. Simpson used to live. So whenever you'd go get a cup of coffee at the Starbucks, or you'd walk down to Subway to get a sandwich or whatever it might be, almost without exception, somebody would tap you on the shoulder. Do, 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 do you live around here? Yeah. Uh, where's OJ's house? <laughs> it would be uh, that. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good tell that somebody's from out of town when they want to see celebrities. At the time, they wanted to see notorious celebrities, but mm. it's always, hey, where can we go to see the stars? I don't know, man. I'm just trying to get home. I just I'm trying to figure out the best way to beat the traffic to get home. I don't know where the stars are, man. Go to Beverly Hills, I guess. But but leave me alone. And no, I'm not telling you where OJ. I might ask you the same question. (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, I want to get on one of those double decker buses. (laughs) What else you got there, Taylor? Okay, this is a did you know? Did you know that the global positioning positioning system for the entire world is operated by the U.S. government, and that they can turn it on or off at any time? If they turned GPS off tomorrow. Would it change your life, or are you someone who never uses it? Well, there's no conflict of interest there. Um, <laughs> they should have invented it themselves <laughs> if they didn't want our government to have control of it. If if they turned off if they turned off ways tomorrow or whatever GPS that you use on your phone, um, bro, it changes everything. It really does. Now, in a week, are you going to get adjusted to it? And you're going to figure it out? Yeah, you probably are. But wherever I go. I know where I'm going. It's not that I don't know how to get there, but are you going to take me a certain route that will save me 38 seconds and that's enough for me to say, well, I'm going to go this way, (laughs) right? It's the stupidest thing because the difference is literally one or two minutes and it's like, well, why are you going this way? 
you're having a full argument with, well, throw ways on. <laughs> well, okay. I, I may be right at the cutoff of the last group of L.A. people that actually knew how to use a Thomas Guide a million years ago, right? Berg, I see you waving here. You, you know how to use the Thomas oh, yeah. Guide? yeah. I used to deliver food using a Thomas Guide. Okay, so mm. I, I could get through it. I, I've been living here. Most, I, I know my way around Southern California really, really well. I can, I can navigate that. But if you said to me, hey, you're driving – for instance, when I go to take my kid to a baseball game somewhere out of the area, right, I don't even – I just get in the car and start driving in the general area. I know the car will figure it out where it's supposed to go as I'm driving. But, yeah, I could do it. And, and by the way, Slee, to your point, it took me about two trips where it said exit here, okay, and then it literally has you get right back on, back the, on freeway, the freeway on the very – you know, good move. You exit and go right back on. I'm like, I'm not doing that. It's a good move. I, no, I'm no, 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 no. Don't, don't question it, bro. It's a good no, move. No, I am coming out on into, that one for sure. Coming into L.A. Live, um, there is an exit that I take and then just get back on the on-ramp. And for everybody that's just stopped, I just want to tell them, like, guys, come join me. Exit this Dodger Stadium real quick. We get right back on. It's so much smoother to go that way. Don't ever question your GPS, ever. I'm, gonna go, I'm going retro. I'm just going to get that Thomas guide, put it right back in that little pocket on my front door, and I'm going to just have it on the steering wheel as I drive around town, and uh, I'm going to throw it used back to, a Used to print out MapQuest. Right, you, you yeah. put everything in, print out MapQuest, and <laughs> you hit the road, and you're like, "All right, let's look go. at how advanced I'm. I can print these. I don't even need a Thomas Guide anymore. I can just print a 47 sheet printout of every page. Left on Crenshaw, right on Sunset. Every page, a new direction. <laughs> it 